The judgy opinions expressed on this reality TV podcast are not backed up by any professional degrees. While Jamie and Jesse are experts in everything, they're certified in nothing. Comments made should be taken with a grain of salt, a glass of Pinot Grigio, and a sense of humor. Enjoy this episode of Judgy and Juryish. Hey, you guys, it's Jamie and Jesse. We are back for episode nine of Judgy and Juryish. Jesse, how's it going? It's going good. What is up? Well, um, my Apple Watch has been blowing up, as it's you know. truly been blowing up. Well, and, and, and the thing is, you guys, you know, Jesse and I, you know, obviously we share our Apple Watch data, as you know. Uh-huh. Jesse, now you've moved up. You used oh, to yeah. be at like seven, 800 calories right. per day consistently. Right around 800, yeah. She's been over 1,000, even 1,100 yeah. yeah. for the last few days, right. which only motivates me more. I think my average is somewhere in the 700s right now, maybe. Oh, let me quiet my phone. <laughs> How dare oh, you? And my watch. And my watch. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. I'm such a rookie. There goes my Apple Watch. Um, so it's motivating me to bump myself up to maybe the 800. Yes. I, that's what I was just telling you. You need to up your calorie, calorie burn or your move goal so that it's motivating to at least reach that as your baseline. Yes. And anything above that is like... Just icing on the cake. Yeah, exactly. So that's that. Jesse and I have both been getting our workout on, Mm -hmm. which is so awesome. Um, I wanted to tell you something really quick. I spoke with my neighbor up the street. So as you know, Steve and I used to live like five houses up the street that we live on right now. We lived there for three years. Long story short, we moved a year ago, five houses down the street. You downsized a little bit because that house was huge and you only have one child in the house now. Yes. The house was a lot bigger. It was two story. It was, we loved it. We Mm -hmm. thought it was going to be our forever home, Mm -hmm. but it was like we had all this extra space, two bathrooms we never used, used, you know, two rooms we never used. But the main thing was that it the, the layout was choppy. It was not open. Mm-hmm. And also the house stayed pretty dark and that oh, it wasn't yeah, light and bright light. and that drove right. me nuts. Right. Long story short, me and Steve saw the one story up for sale. Literally the realtor was putting the sign in the yard that said coming soon. Mm-hmm. Steve calls me on his lunch break, babe, there's a sign going in the yard on a one story. It's got the four car garage. Like it just had so much shit on that we wanted. A good lot of land. Yeah, the yeah. lot was what we wanted. So we bought it. We completely gutted it and <clears throat> remodeled Beautiful. it. So much it light. It is. It's like light and airy and lots of natural light. Your yeah, kitchen is I, amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, everything. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was super stressful. I think that's the reason I gained 15 pounds during the pandemic. Right. Not the pandemic. No, no. I think it was just I took on too much. Right. I literally managed. The entire remodel, blah, 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 whatever. But yeah, I'm glad it's over. We love our new house. We think this is our forever home. Anyway, the people who bought our house up the street was our realtor That's right. who was selling it for That's us. That's right. He decided kind of midway, he's bought, we've bought and sold like, I think like three houses with him. And he had the listing on that house up the street. And midway through, he came and shocked us and just said, Hey, I think me and my wife want to buy this house. We're like, yes, do it. So now they're our neighbors. They're lovely people. They have a little baby. She's adorable. Wait, is this the one that you go hiking with? No, that's a different neighbor up the street. She lives right across the street from them at our old house. Okay. 
Um, so anyway, the wife of our realtor who now lives in our old home, she hit me up. She texted me the other day and said, Hey, I've been listening to your new show, Judgy and Juryish. And your friend Jessie, every time I hear her speak, she reminds she sounds so much like Davina from Selling Sunset on oh. Netflix. Did you watch that? <laughs> no, I've only watched like okay. an episode, but if I you, need to listen. And now I have to go watch look, it. Look, I had to watch Selling Sunset because first of all, it's beautifully shot. It's just right. beautiful aesthetically mm-hmm. like to look at, the right. cinematography, if that's what it's called. Because mm-hmm. um, it's Netflix, it, right? It's so, Netflix. Yeah, have, yeah. And it involves real estate, which I love. I love any real estate show. Um, and it, of course it's super catty. It's right. got these women. Everybody's freaking looks like a Barbie doll, right. but there's this lady Davina. She's a pretty like tough as nails kind of chick. Um, very more serious. Uh, she's not. Yeah. But, but the way she talks, I'll have to go back and rewatch, uh-huh. but I think I can see where she's coming from and it's not a bad thing. She oh, has okay. like a nice voice okay. and she's very intelligent and all these things. Uh-huh. And she's like a kick-ass realtor. I'm thinking like she's got a nasally mush, mush no, mouth no. because that's what I think I sound like. I can't, you think that, but I can confirm 100% Davina does not have nasally mush mouth. <laughs> so now you're going to have to watch it. Right. So I thought that was interesting. Awesome. Um, and then Jesse, yes. you and I both of our minds were blown oh my a few God. days ago, yes. right? Okay. Oh, I cannot believe. So you have to break this down because I still am like, what the hell? All right. So let me break it down. Um, so it's my Steve. husband, Steve, and I are going to a wedding in Tahoe in a couple mm-hmm. of months. Mm-hmm. And we're super excited about it. It's our friends. I won't say their names, but um, we have – Steve has been good friends with the groom mm-hmm. for, for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. And through Steve, I've become you know good friends with the groom. And um, obviously now his uh, fiance, we're also close with her and they're, they're great people. Steve's actually in the wedding. And um, so we we're me and Steve were sitting on the couch a few nights ago just watching TV. And he looks at me and he's like – you know the reason that that they are getting married is because of you, right? And I said, because of me? What are you, like, talk- what are you what? talking about? No, right. what? Yeah. I said, quit effing with me. And he's like, no, you don't remember because I have the worst memory so on earth. Like literally right. awful. He says, I know you don't remember this, but you're the reason they're getting married. And I'm like, okay, break this down for me. Steve, Steve went to the groom's bachelor party in Vegas recently. They were on the flight back talking. And Chris... Oh, I just said his name. <laughs> Whatever. I can say Chris and Nicole. Nobody right. knows who Chris right. and Nicole are. Exactly. Okay. Right. The groom's name is Chris. The, the my wife's is, wife, wife is, is Nicole. Or fiance is Yeah. Bride. Yeah. And um, so Chris says to Steve, he's like, yeah, Jamie set me up on a date with one of her friends and it didn't work out. And then after th- they went on a couple dates – I guess a, what, like a month later, that girl who he, he went on a date with said, Hey, I know things didn't like really pan out with me and you, but I really want you to meet my good friend, Nicole. I think she might be a good match for you. So long story short, he and Nicole linked up, you know, they went on a date and now they're getting married. But here's the crazy part, I think. So, but I had not spoken to Chris or Nicole about this. This is just me and Steve talking. And I'm like, well, who, who I said, that? which yeah. friend what did friend? I initially yeah. set Chris up with? I have right. no, he goes, it's probably one of your like banking work friends. And I was racking my brain. I had no memory of even trying to set him up with right. anybody, let alone knowing who that person was that I set him up with. So I'm just mind blown. <clears throat> of course I text Chris and I'm like, Chris, 
Steve just blew my mind and he told me that I'm the reason that you are now with Nicole because I set you up with one of my friends. It didn't work out and she set you up with one of her friends. He says, yeah. He goes, you had a nurse friend at UCLA and she set, she's, it was her nurse friend Mm -hmm. that I went on the initial date with. So then of course I knew nurse UCLA. It's you, Jesse. And I was like, so shocked like that it now still is like yeah. yeah. So yeah. now I'm thinking like not only am I responsible for these two people getting married, but, but that's I right, am. Yeah, is actually okay, so responsible. Let me tell, so yes. my side because like not until you she Jamie texted me and said, "Hey, do you know this person?" and like said her name, and I was thinking, "Yeah, but how do you know?" Exactly. Her? I knew you were going to think that. Like, and how then do you she's know just person? like, "Can I call you?" So because I was like, "I hope you were going to call me because I can't. I don't have the attention to sit the there text. and text you a pair yeah. paragraphs and paragraphs." Yeah. So she calls and she's like, do you remember me like reaching out to you about this guy and setting him up with this girl? And I was like, and right when you said that, it unlocked that little a file little, drawer in my a memory. memory that you had dumped out yes, of your brain years right. ago. And so what's crazy is at that time, I was tr- she was a new nurse. I was training her. So we were together all the time, but it was me and her. Like we were just like, you become like, it's like your little sidekick, you know, you're going into every patient's room together. You're and it's for weeks. You're with this person. So you probably, I remember you had texted me saying something about like, this is, it's like a good looking guy. He's a good catch. Like, do you know anybody? And of course she and I had like downtime together. I knew she was single. Um, she's like, an amazing catch. She's gorgeous. One of the most beautiful people, literally on the outside is, is she's so beautiful on the inside as well. Oh, yeah. She's a total ama- catch. She really is. And she's got like so much going for her. So I remember asking her about it and she was like right away, like, yeah, she saw the picture. Or you think you sent me a picture? I probably sent you a picture And of him. she was like, yeah, send, send him my number. And that was all I knew from that, that had happened. I, I remember like they had gone on a date, but she didn't, I don't think we talked about it much after that. Right. So to find out that they did go on several dates, yes. it didn't work out, but then she hooked her up, hooked him up with her best friend, which is Nicole, which is Nicole. So, and that's, so when, when Chris explained it to me and he said, you had a nurse friend at UCLA and I wrote him back and I said, oh, that's my best friend, Jesse. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's it. He texts me back. It's your friend, Jesse. And I said, oh my gosh. So I asked him, what's the story? He said, well, I went on two dates with Jesse's nurse friend. We just kind of faded out. It didn't work out. About a month later, she texted me out of nowhere and said, hey, I might have, um, yes. Sorry. Yeah. You got to look in under my sink. Oh my God. (laughs) For fucking dry shampoo. I'm leaving. You know, fuck it. I'm leaving that shit. I'm not editing this shit. My 18 year old just freaking popped her ass in the door. Wait, I need to ask you an important question. Like, the look on her face looked like she literally. Stop. Like, you need to call right now. Like, 911's involved. And she asked me for fucking dry shampoo just now. Okay, guys, this is my life. That is your life. Hashtag mom life. Seriously. Okay. Anyways, so he says they went on a couple dates. She says she. This And this speaks volumes to your nurse friend mm-hmm. that even though that she wasn't interested in Chris or it didn't work out, she thought of him and said, you know what? I have a friend named Nicole. Mm-hmm. You should meet. So she texted Chris and said, I think that you should meet my friend, Nicole. Chris said he was really hesitant. He just was like, nah, I don't yeah. think so. He says that me and Steve encouraged him. I have no memory of this. Huh. It says a lot about your friend to think of Chris. So then he, Chris says me and Steve... Encouraged him. So he went out on some dates with Nicole. Long story short, 
Here we are. He and Nicole are about to get married. And what's crazy, all this time that we've been friends uh-huh. and hanging out with them. Right. You I have no have idea. no clue I'm responsible, <laughs> that you're responsible yeah, how for the, their That's crazy marriage. because you have a whole different friend group. Like I don't come, you know, you live kind of, you know, it, there's like a lot of distance between us. We're yeah. still in LA County, but, um, but different parts yeah, of I just kind of stick to my little neighborhood and with like our, the school moms and the soccer moms and the da 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 and my work friends. Yeah. But like, it's a whole other crew. It's like not yes. even like we're in t- intertwined at all. No. And so then of course my question to Chris was, well, if it's Nicole's wedding and this nurse friend of yours, Jesse, is a good friend of hers. Is she going to be at the wedding? Right. And he said, they invited her. They're not confirmed if she's coming or not, uh-huh. but I really want her to go so I, I can meet her and go, yeah. Hey, I'm Jesse's well, friend. Like I want to one up that. I literally want them to mention us in their speech. Uh, Jesse, <laughs> do you know that you and I share the same brain? Cause my first text message back to Chris was, I can't wait for my mention in that uh, speech at your wedding. Can't wait for you to name drop Jamie and Jesse. I know. Like, dude, look what we did for you. Excuse me. Right. Where's my gift? Right. Where's my mention? Like it's clearly all about us. I'll take the lobster. Yeah. Everybody else is getting like cold chicken. chicken. Yeah. Now nah, I'm going to give me some lobster. Yeah. The surf and turf, please. Thank, Thank you. you. So yeah, that just blew our minds that you and I had no clue that we're responsible for these two people getting married. Well, I, you and really I had like thrown it out of our memory. I know. It's so, really like the universe really Jessie, did them a solid. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Pat, 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 pat myself, pat, pat, pat myself pat, pat, on the back. But you guys, Jesse and I are really here for you. <laughs> I know. We, we love are doing to make love matches. Humanitarian work. That is exactly we right. We are philanthropists. Yes. We are just solid givers and we really want to give back to people. We love right. love. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we also so, love to talk about when it goes bad. But, uh, you know. Well, yeah, that's even more fun. I, know. But, I mean, that's just us being, you know, garbage humans. But anyway... <laughs> Um, one quick thing I want to mention, Jesse, before we get in, and I promise yes. you guys, we're going to talk about the Atlanta ladies and the Jersey ladies mm-hmm. today. Both I think had, were kind of funny episodes or interesting episodes. Right. Um, I want to say that, okay, so Jesse, I texted you the other night mm-hmm. because there was a really funny moment on Housewives of Dallas. I know you don't watch, right. but people listening to this might. Um, it is a very boring season, but I'm continuing to watch right. because I've watched <laughs> since the first season. Yeah. And there's a really funny moment. The ladies have an 80s party. All the cast members are like sitting outside on a couch near a fire. And uh, one of the cast members, Brandy, looks at Deandra. And Deandra's act, Deandra Simmons is my favorite cast member. I know she has her haters for whatever reason. I love her. She's authentic. She's real. She puts it all out there. She's fiery. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think she's pretty to look at. Her mom, Mama D, is. Uh, I can't, I don't know. I have no words to describe oh, her. You just have to watch. She's a Texan. Oh, she's a Texan <laughs> overbearing, oh. tough as nails, mm-hmm. mama D like she is, she's crazy. Um, so Brandy, the cast member looks at Deandra in front of all the ladies and she goes, Deandra, what's your favorite or what's your best eighties move? move yeah. What is your best eighties move? And Deandra thinks about it for a while, puts her finger on her chin. She thinks about, it, she's like, she proceeds to get down on her knees. There's a table in front of her. She gets a straw from her drink, puts it up to her nose, and pretends she's snorting lines of coke on the table because that's her best <laughs> yeah. 80s move. We thought it was going to be like some kind of like Madonna dance move or something. Right, yeah, right. No. But it was this pure gold genius <laughs> like moment. what she did in the 80s. Yeah, put, put it in the Bravo Museum <laughs> yeah. for reals. Like I just thought it was iconic. I thought it was hilarious. 
Um, it is funny. I, I, so of course I re- rewound it. I took a video of the scene cause I thought it was so good. Right. I put it on the judgy and juryish Instagram stories and I tagged Deandra. Well, guess what? She wrote me back right oh, away. Oh my God. She saw it and she, cause I just basically put it on there and I was like, Oh my God, I can't, iconic, right. you know, team Deandra, blah, blah, blah. And she writes me back. I'm going to read the message real quick. Like, um, cause it's nothing personal. I would never, you know, it's a DM, but it was nothing personal. So I feel like right. I can read it on here. Yeah. Um, so I put it on the stories and then Deandra writes back. She's like, thanks for laughing along and enjoying that moment with the clapping emoji. And I wrote, honestly, it made my night well played girl. And then she writes, thank you. Ha ha ha. And I wrote, love it. Hashtag team Deandra, 100%. I said, have a good night. And she said, night, XO, with a kissy face. Oh, I just, it was, it's it nice was a, that she responded so quickly. And it was. Yeah. Because I, I mean, you know, I think that she felt like, obviously, that can be, that scene can be somewhat controversial if someone's sen- someone sensitive to the right. drug reference. Right. But it's humorous. Oh, it's, it's such a good, uh, yeah, it, it was a good, it was a good joke. It, it was, was a like good joke. That humor. is totally something that, you know, I would do an offhand joke like that in front of my girlfriend. Right. You should be able to do right. those things. Yeah. Right. Is it inappropriate? Maybe. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, come okay, on. Come on. Let's have a laugh. It was the 80s. So, I'm sure if it's true. <laughs> that's right. Oh, oh it's 100% <laughs> true. Sure. Yeah. Oh, was she like, talks oh, about, oh my God. She she was like one of those um, groupies who like, oh, yeah. you know, ha- like for had Leopard. fun with the, Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And she puts it all out there, which yeah. I love because most housewives keep that, keep that shit like close to the vest. Right. But like her and Marge are very honest. And I right. think that's why I really love both Marge yes. from Jersey I love Deandra Simmons. I love Leah from New York because she just throws it all out there. Um, so anyway, that was really cool that, is that awesome. she and I messaged. Oh, totally. I, I need to find a, another clever way to slide into her DMs because I want to be friends with Deandra. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> all right, Jesse. Um, anything else? Oh, the um, All-Star cast. Yeah, yes. I just saw there's a picture on – somebody reposted on their Instagram. I think it was like a Jersey lady, but it showed – um, Teresa and Melissa getting on a private jet, like, and it's like ha- something about like going to film all stars. So I was like, what yeah. is this real housewives all stars? Yeah. So I immediately sent it to you. And yes, there is a season of these, you know, uh, all star housewives. Um, and it looks like it's going to be Cynthia from Atlanta, Atlanta. Teresa and Melissa from Jersey, Kyle from Beverly Hills. Luann from New York. <laughs> oh, and um, Ramona. And Ramona. Oh, God. You have to put a Ramona in there. Oh, she's, yes. You need the asshole. Right. Now, what I will say, I don't know if you agree. Oh, sorry. In Kenya. I forgot. Oh, in they Kenya. They kind of got like the crazies of all. Kyle is the most mild and Melissa's kind of like whatever. And so well, is Cynthia. No, I think it's like, okay. it's like four to three. So the mild ones would be Melissa, Kyle, Cynthia. Cynthia. And then the like, you don't know what you're going to get. Luann, Teresa, Kenya, and Ramona. True that. And I think Kyle has the um, ability to switch. Yes. I think she could go there if somebody pissed her off. Now, I would definitely have swapped out Cynthia for Portia. Oh, 100%. We need the humor. We need the humor. She's really But maybe it's also an availability thing. I know that they're calling these the all-stars. Are they really the all-stars of all franchises? Maybe some of them, yeah, and, some, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe not all of them, but right. it's also probably like, are you available this time to go to Turks and Caicos, right. you know, and go with these ladies right. and take a trip? 
Um, also, I would have switched up. I don't know why Melissa Gorg is there. No, she's <clears throat> really, and it's probably available, like you said, available. She was available. Right. Um, I would have swapped her out for, I, I don't know, I have to think about Almost it. Almost any of like the New York ones yes. would have been another like good add in. Yeah. There's nobody um, from Dallas there. Nobody from Potomac. Yeah. Which, you know, Dallas. remember we were just talking about, like, there is a thread on, um, a Facebook group about somebody's, you know, what is your favorite franchise? And that one came up. Potomac. Potomac came yeah. up on like time and time again. People yes. kept mentioning it. So now I have to watch it. I'm going to start watching it. You have never watched it, right? Never. I have watched it uh, in the past. And for some reason, I binged the most recent reunion. I think it was a three-parter without having watched it, oh. watched the series. Cause I, I just thought that would be like, and all uh, the, what do they of. call it? The, the, the digest version. Yeah. The, the yeah, reader's it, digest it, yeah, version. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, like I housewives it, for dummies. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's exactly. like quick and dirty. Like, just give it to me. <laughs> I ain't got time to watch, yeah, the, right. watch the whole thing. Um, okay, so more to come on the Real uh, yeah, Housewives really All Stars. I think it's going to be interesting because it, I, Ramona's I'm, there. It's going to be interesting, right? And I think like they're all going to be real polite, you know, in the at beginning first. at first, and then we'll see how it, you know. Uh, Ramona's asking it. She's going to sprint to the best bedroom. <laughs> she is going to sprint, yeah, and she's and going to, to drop a turd. In yeah. It. <laughs> Yeah, she drops turd everywhere she goes, especially on vacation. I know. Her tummy the- gets a little upset <laughs> yeah. with all the Ramona Pinot Grigio yeah. for breakfast. Yeah. Um, and she's going to ask the help, in quotes, oh, right. to, to unpack, unpack her, her shit. Right. And yeah, she's going to be very extra. Who do you want to talk about first, Atlanta or Jersey? Up to you. Okay. Let's talk about Atlanta because there were some funny moments and then we will recap Jersey. All right. So we're talking about uh, – Atlanta, episode 18, How the Wigs Stole Christmas. <laughs> I, I loved this title. You know, I like look at the details of the thing. I loved this one. I loved this title and I said, oh, yes, yeah. bring me right. into this episode just right. based on the title. Right. And we've been kind of seeing, you know, clips of this episode all season, like we leading have. up to it. So it we was have. good so to now we're see fulfilled it. and right. we've seen what went down. So the ladies are at Blaze Steakhouse, which you and I both say we really want to try. Um, and the mayor declares a day for candy. I know. It's for candy. All she's given yeah, back it's candy for the day. I know. I actually was thinking about like how she did say she wants to create more jobs for the area and it's all like using their, um, you know, their fame and influence for good. And I like to see that. I like to see it too. And you know, Candy's one of my girls, like oh, I, yeah. she's one of my favorite housewives. Right. Love, love, love Candy. So all the good things going to Candy is a good mm-hmm. thing. Um, and then you see Cynthia, um, and now she has rebranded Lake Bailey to Lake Bailey on the hill. Oh. And it is on a hill. Right. But you know, that's a play on Mike Hill. Because, oh, you know, she loves right. to oh, She's a yes. wordsmith. Cynthia. Yeah. She is a <laughs> wordsmith. genius in her own right that 50 way. Cent, rapper, 50 cent rapper, wordsmith. Oh, yes. 100%. 100%. Yes. Um, but and she's, she's going to Airbnb it. Yes. She says. Yeah. Exactly. Which I think her house is so perfect. When you think of an Airbnb, I think of something like Lake Bailey. Right. Near water. Yes. It's open and modern. And and Pretty in the forest, kind of a getaway. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, that's cool. She'll do well. She'll do well. And then I love also the moment you see Portia speaking at a rally for John Ossoff and Reverend Warnock because they're in a Senate runoff. That's right. In Atlanta. And I love that she is getting involved in these things. Right. Trying to get people out there to vote. Yes. Very passionate. And we did see, I mean, Atlanta really pulled through. Really pulled through. And really showed up and show out. Thank you. They did. Yep. Thank you. Hashtag. Um, 
Then you see Drew and Ralph. Okay, this is a little, this was kind of a touching moment. You yeah. see Drew and her husband, Ralph. They take little Josiah, um, her son, to a bakery to meet old daddy. Right. Which is his biological father. Right. Who um, was in prison when she was pregnant and he was born. Yes. For the first couple of years of his life, it seemed like. Really not present. And right. so it's a little awkward. Josiah, you can tell he's awkward. But he's I love like how eight, blunt he is. Yes. Seven or eight, yeah. something like that. And so old daddy, in quotes, that's what they call him, he shows up late, but he shows up. Mm-hmm. Now, Jesse, he showed – now, uh, first of all, first <laughs> off, he and Ralph look a lot alike. Oh, so she totally. clearly has a type. Both yes. very good-looking men. Yes. Go Drew. And Drew's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but old daddy showed up wearing an inflamed, button-up crop top. It was it straight was up from like cropped. diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yes. What's that guy's name? <laughs> Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. <laughs> I was like, what? But I was trying to say, like, is this some style that I need to get on top? Like, am I no, missing out not. on something? No, I can answer. Right. No, it's not. No, it's not. All he was missing <laughs> yeah. were the white rimmed right. glasses. Oh, and the, and the glasses sunglasses. On the, the back on the back of, of his head. Back of his head. Thank right. you. Right. It was shocking. I know. And I don't know what, what where that style's coming from. And bro, this is like, you're going to be on camera. This might be your one and only time. And you were wearing an inflamed crop top. Right. I didn't get it. He but. seemed like a really, like he had a sweet demeanor about him. However, many red, red flags. Okay. First, when she talked about how he never stuck to the, there was a call schedule that he, I guess maybe would have phone time with Josiah. Mm-hmm. She, and she brought that up and kind of confronted him like lightly about it. Um, which he just said, yeah, I know I'm going to do better. He's all I got. And then he showed up like really late. He did. I and, didn't like that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I appreciate the effort that he's putting forth right now, but like that compounded with the shirt with like, I don't know if he has a few screws loose. I don't know. Like, I love that the shirt is a factor red flag. in your red flagisms. Yeah. Like you're literally like that well, shirt. Well, then he went to prison. A- like, yeah. I mean, there's no. several <laughs> other things. I don't know what's a bigger red flag, the goddamn shirt or the fucking prison tie. <laughs> they are almost weighing them out, eyes, weighing right? them out. <laughs> Oh my God. But I agree with you. There were red flags. He does seem like he has a soft demeanor and it looks like he's trying. Of course, he's on camera. At one moment, he's trying to talk to his son, Josiah, and he's like, do you care? And Josiah's like, not really. (laughs) He's like, nope. That, and that is right. so funny because that that's kid. Stevie yeah. has pulled those moments. My seven year old, like, and it's so embarrassing. You're like, eh, she means, um, you know, she really means this, you right. know, because they're just like so blunt right. sometimes. But isn't that weird that we naturally come into the world, yeah, truth telling, yes, but we learn to manipulate. So to interesting. Lie. Oh yeah, I mean, you're it's exactly like, yeah, right. It's it's crazy how you evolve into a liar. We morph into assholes. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else Especially to say. Especially with the customer service. I'll totally lie just so I can get my money back. Oh my, yeah, you know what? I, like if I if I somehow like justify whatever <laughs> why I deserve this customer service right now and the refund or the whatever, like I will like sometimes throw in a little bit of something, a little yeah, white lie. <laughs> she told me that I, you know, whatever. What's so funny is I've also been there before, and I'm like, okay, deep breath. I'm gonna get this money back. Get this money. Well, what's my story? <laughs> what's, my what's so freaking funny is that. Probably ninety percent of the time, you don't need a story. They're going to give you your money back. I know. But you go into it with a scheme <laughs> and like, a scam. Forty dollars. Here you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> and you walk away going, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And you literally think like my skills are good. Even if you probably didn't need them. Right. Target gives anyone and everyone their money back. So does Amazon. So, you know, like, you know, uh, what, what's it called that, uh, overstock. Oh yeah. They will literally give you your money back. And sometimes they're like, just keep the damaged furniture. Yeah. And we'll, we'll give you your money you back because we don't want yeah. you, we don't want it back in our warehouse. I'm like, okay. And you got like veins pop in. They're like, actually, that's our standard method of like returning. Yes. Like, oh, I'm like, I, I came to fight. Yeah. Okay, so came <laughs> prepared. That's right. Oh God. And Anyways. I do love how Ralph is mature enough and secure enough. Oh, yeah. To be supportive of Josiah and Drew in the relationship with Old Daddy, yeah. and that's how it should be. Uh, you know, unless Old Daddy is um, a rapist. Right. Uh, cold-blooded murderer. You know, it's kind of like, look, yeah, he went to prison. He wasn't, you know, he did some wrong things or whatever. But like, you should always be supportive of a of a biological parent trying to be in their involved. child's right. life. You know, right. for the most part, and, and, and creating like a healthy environment or facilitating. At least allowing the opportunity and the kid, you know, has to make the choice ultimately, Mm -hmm. you know, but you, you should be there and be supportive of that opportunity. And Drew, then they did that. And that's where he was a real standout. Um, What's Drew's husband's name? Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. He was the standout for me in in that this interaction because he hugged the guy right away when he came in. Yes. He was even saying like, Josiah, dude, like, come on. Like when he, at the end, when um, old daddy was getting ready to leave, he, um, Josiah was going to hug him across the table, like with a table in between. They're like, don't play, like go around, go give him a hug, like go, you know, a proper goodbye. So Ralph, even though you went to Tampa and I still want to know what the hell you were doing in Tampa. I do like that you are yeah. coming for through now, and supporting forgiven. Josiah. For now. Yeah, for, for now. now. Yes. For now. But I still yeah. got my eye on you. Bring on the reunion because that <laughs> oh, shit's going to come can't. out. Oh, totally. Okay. Um, also, Kenya's boobs are still big. But they're I noted that. Did you see that they were they're shoved uneven. into this shirt? Yes. And I'm not here. Uh, look. We've already said it. Kenya's a beautiful woman. Oh my god, body beautiful. banging, right? All these things, so right? You know, but she had her boobs, but she had her redone. boobs done, reduced, and reduced I was like, and "Holy shit, they're still huge!" Right? They looked, you know, uneven, but I don't know if that's just because they're so the big and they were, they squished, were squished into a bra. Shirt, yeah. And trust me, I've been there. Of course, my boobs are not as big as hers, right. but I do have boobs, and right. they are real, right? And this is the scene where her therapist is in her house. Yes. yes. Okay. That's it. Yes. Yes. So I noticed, you know, the boobs are still big. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Kenya tells the therapist that she, and I totally resonated with this. Go Kenya. Yes. Mm-hmm. You should be feeling this way. But she says she wants Mark to respect her enough to ask if he can stay with her. He just assumed he came into town like the narcissist mm-hmm. he is. Uh-huh. Sorry, but yep. I'm dropping the, you know, the, the narcissist the word. Yeah. yeah. That N word. That N word. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. He seems like such a classic narcissist yeah. just comes right in. Yep. I'm going to stay with you. She says he slid right into bed. Yeah. Assuming they're going to sleep in the same bed. Right. They've been separated for a year. Mm-hmm. And I, of she course, say anything boundaries though. and she didn't say mm-hmm. anything, but she was pissed. And she's like, I want him to ask me right. if it's okay to stay with me, let alone stay in my bed. Mm-hmm. And she's saying how Mark apparently wants to get the family back together and says he'll get counseling. But then, then Kenya, she's a smart woman and she clues into the fact that Mark throws in, but if you can stop the court fight, you know, I'll get back with you. Basically, he's manipulating her. He's saying, look, stop everything in court. We can get back together. But she's totally clued into the fact that he's just trying to get rid of the court stuff 
and using that as a tool, like, mm-hmm. I'll get back with you. Let's just stop this right. court shit that's causing my life a living hell. Right. Under so, these like special conditions. Yeah, he's putting thing. conditions on yes. it and she's totally clued into it. He is a manipulator. Got, and so fast forward, we see at the end that she does finally file for divorce. Right. Which is, I Great. think, a good thing. It was sad that I see or hear when, like Brooklyn, when he did get into bed, that Brooklyn was right between them, like, mommy. Daddy, yeah. like so excited probably that very both excited. her parents were together in the same room. So that was probably really hard for her to witness I as think well. it was probably very hard and hard on Kenya as a mother to be mm-hmm. like, but now I'm filing for divorce and yeah, I saw how excited you were, but he's just flat out not good for her. No. And Kenya has to take care of herself first before she can actually take care of her daughter. Right. So then in the therapist session, Kenya tries to call Mark and she realizes it seems like he's blocked her calls. Right. So she's getting heated. She goes and grab because apparently her daughter, Brooklyn, has a cell phone of her own. So she tries to call Mark from um, that their one. daughter's phone and it rings a few times and then he puts it to voicemail, which tells her that phone is not blocked. Mm-hmm. So wait, how does Brooklyn have a damn cell phone? I know phone? she's so young. So it's kind of, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Even think she can hold the phone, maybe for like the nanny or something. I don't know. Oh no, she doesn't really have a nanny. Yeah. Anyways, that's odd. I know it's odd. And so but did you, I mean, this is, I don't know this and I could have Googled it, but is that how you can tell you're blocked? Like your messages are undelivered? I think so. And that it goes straight to voicemail because could it have been just a connection problem? Maybe, but then he, but then she called from right, Brooklyn's phone, and it went kind through of, right, and then okay. they started texting okay, that's right. and he immediately texts her back, can't answer the phone. He claims that he's in the hospital. Friend got in an accident, mm-hmm. can't talk. I'll call you back. She mm-hmm. calls bullshit and says they're not allowing guests, right? visitors at the hospital. Right. You're an effing liar or whatever she says. And so they kind of like go at it. But like I said, at the end... It, we the update know. for Kenya says right. she did file for divorce. Right. So. As she should. My I think so. God. I think everybody yeah. agrees. Um, and then we have, uh, 50 Cent. Uh-huh. She's going to have Friendsmas mm-hmm. at, uh, Lake Bailey on the Hill. Right. The rebranded, uh, future <laughs> Airbnb. Yeah. Yes. And she ups it. She's, she's going to have a white elephant gift exchange. Right. Let's not do a hundred dollar max. Oh, Let's no. do a thousand dollars, which is kind of, makes it kind of exciting. It is, it's I exciting, mean, but it's also like the only white elephant parties I've ever been to is you have to bring like the shitty or people need to bring like shitty ways. Yeah. We do, I've only done the shitty gift one, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. And that's honestly, that's not even that fun. I mean, but well, I was gonna I, tell it's you about funny, the <laughs> but I mean, I, and I've also done the shitty one where I gave a, you know, some sh- a shitty ass gift and uh-huh. got a shitty ass gift, but I've also been to one where it's like, okay, the max is 50 or a hundred dollars right. and you, you, there's cool stuff, you know, right. and then you steal it and right. you know, it was kind of like a bougier right. version, which was kind of fun. They did not disappoint with these gifts either. Oh, they did not disappoint mm-hmm. with these gifts. So, um, she's planning this party. Yeah. Planning the party. And Toya says initially, I'm not coming. Can't deal with the drama. Right. Then Marlo says she's not coming, but her gift is in route with her assistant. assistant. I know. So, okay. Bougie. Marlo. Okay. Bougie yeah, girl, which, you know, we, we expect nothing less from oh, Marlo. 100%. And then somebody has cramps. Oh, oh, Drew, Drew which I, we can all oh, totally. relate with. They're, yeah, but she had a, their doctor gave her something. I'm like, what was that? I know, and I'm like, and which is so funny because I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, look, I have friends who have really bad menstrual right. cycles, and like, it literally lays them out for like two right. days, and they have to take like hardcore uh-huh. medicine or whatever. It's probably like a muscle relaxer or something. Yeah, that really. But I'm like, God, usually a couple of ibuprofen really yeah. just 
I just I OD. One. Oh, what? I take one I take ibuprofen, four. and 20 minutes later, I am solid gold. Oh, I take four. I Dang. take 800 milligrams, girl. 800 to get these crabs straight. Yeah, <laughs> get these crabs straight. <laughs> and I heard it only gets worse with age, so I'm not looking right. forward to that. I mean, it's, it's probably going to lead to where I'm just going to have them just take the whole damn thing out. But no, we'll a friend see. of mine is having a hysterectomy. Yeah. I'm jealous. No, I know. <laughs> I, can I see know why. recovery. Yeah. It's probably like, oh, bitch. No, it's not. They just like suck it out. It's an outpatient surgery. Right. They just like, they don't suck it out. But you know, like they yeah. laparoscopically take it out. Yeah. And then you're going home that day. No, I told her you're living my dream. Right. Having your hysterectomy right. because you no longer will have a period. Right. I mean, not to get too technical and medical, right. but... Whether or not you leave your ovaries, which if you take out your ovaries, oh. which is called an oophorectomy, got it. Um, the ovaries still, if you leave them, you still produce the hormones that you need to like regulate your your hormonal system, your mm-hmm. endocrine system. But some people are saying now they just think you should take it all out because your ovaries are just like cancer getters. So if you're like oh. predisposed for cancer in your family or whatever, you should take everything out. However. Your hormones go kind of out of whack. Yes, as and you can you imagine. Have, yes, you, it really throws you. Now, in is that recovery? Uh, that that would similar. be a lot different. It's similar. It's just that you your long term health is different because of the um, imbalance now in your hormone. Ugh. And an imbalanced hormone like that that can be just oh, no, a yeah. nightmare. Right. Okay. Thank Anyways. you for that, Nurse Jesse. <laughs> You're welcome. See her. She's just always comes in so handy. Um, I loved the freaking Christmas llamas. Llamas oh my God. are so they're really cute. Freaking cute. We went to a llama farm recently, or well, a farm that had llamas. Mm-hmm. And I just they make this funny little yeah. they go. Mm, mm. They make this little <laughs> noise and the lady claimed it was actually um Patrick Swayze's oh. brother uh-huh. has a wife who lives out here. They oh. Patrick Swayze's brother and his wife live out Got here okay. near me. And they have a farm and it's called Swayze Ranch. Oh. And you go there and you can see the llamas uh-huh. and the goats and yeah. it's like super cute. They have pigs, horses. Um, so freaking cute. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, I, no, they're I cute. They llamas. have like outfits on. One of them like dumped a whole bladder of like pee in her driveway. Which we've all done when right, we're drunk and right. you have to pee in But even like they're taking pictures. We're like, let's just get a picture. And like the picture that they were taking a picture of Kenya and the llama, it was like, Gonna oh. be the cutest picture. Yes. <laughs> I want to see that picture. I do too. Because you can tell it's going to be so cute. Well, okay. This is the first funny moment, and it's the little things <laughs> yes. that the Atlanta ladies say that just oh, I that set it apart. Love Shamia looks at one. Of, <laughs> she looks at one of the llamas and she goes, "You look like somebody I know." <laughs> And I wished so bad like that the producers yeah. would have lined up all the housewives, yeah. <laughs> like had the funny ass into faces. The llama. Yeah, yeah and, and that would have been so good oh, if yeah. one of them looked like the llama. Oh, you know? totally. So I just Shamia Bravo. I like, know. That I love made that. Me it's just little so bits of shade here and there. little bits just of shade. Yeah, right. just light shade, but right. it's fucking funny. Oh yeah. Um, I, love, I, I, and I also love that the Atlanta ladies call each other heifers. <laughs> so Cynthia, Cynthia's like all upset that I like know. now too. People are like dropping like flies. Yeah. That it's like, party. no, it seems like nobody's going to come to her friends miss. Wait, which is crazy. It's because you know how like the end of every franchise, they have to end with a party. Yes. And why this is they that? Come? They have it's to. Important. It's almost like you, I feel like Bravo, it's like a, you have to come to graduate out of this season. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, okay. Anyways, go ahead. So, but Marlo didn't show up. So, but, so Cynthia's like, these heifers don't even have the decency to show up. What? And it's like, I just, I live, I don't know why it's so funny, but to call other women heifers. <laughs> heifers. 
<laughs> uh, Drew and Portia are really late. Literally like three and a half hours right. late to the party. And which they is could like, give two fucking Oh, no. Portia walks like in, laughing in the with car her new speaker. wig, yes. looking <laughs> snatched in her silver dress, and she is feeling herself. And right. Kenya could not roll her eyes back Hard further enough. into I her know. head. But it was kind of funny. But they're right. like, hey, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So then they basically, they draw numbers. Right. And, and one is supposed to be like, you want, they kind of go through the, the rules of the game. Yes, Somebody's assistant, like, eight. yeah, one through eight. Eight is the one you want because then you have like your pick of all You can then the steal. Yeah, You've steal. seen, you, all, all the them. gifts are revealed and you can steal the best one. Or take the surprise one under the tree or whatever. Right. So I, I love when Portia's like trying to choose a gift and she's like, I can sniff it. I can sniff out the money, honey. I can sniff out the money. Like she's trying <laughs> yeah, to find like yeah. the most expensive gift. Well, sadly for her, she ends up with Cynthia Bailey's old lady Tiffany bracelet and necklace set. Right. And I'm she's sorry. Like, oh. Yeah. She's like, mmm. <laughs> like, like it's like, Tiffany. Yeah. Like- and, Cynthia, no. No. Just because, just because it's Tiffany right. does not mean it's cute. Right. I mean, and it almost is like, you know, like Brighton. Remember Brighton? Oh, it looked like the Brighton. <laughs> there is a Brighton at our mall out here. Still? Believe it or not. I can't believe it's still a Brighton. Business. And oh, I just, God. it looks like a Brighton set. Right. And I don't blame Portia Doesn't for not Doesn't matter if it's Tiffany it. or not. No. And I love because there's a scene at one point, you know, <laughs> there's a scene at one point when they're playing this white elephant game and... Portia's already got the stupid Tiffany gift and she hates it. And somebody's about to steal a gift. And po- oh, Portia has that Tiffany set on display. Right. Like as if she's at the mall and being paid to display. <laughs> yeah. So that's from a kiosk. Like, yeah. She's like shoving it out in their faces. Like, yeah. uh-huh. Look ma'am, at this beautiful. Ma'am, right. t- ma'am, ma'am, do you want this <laughs> Tiffany set? Do you want this <laughs> Tiffany set? I just thought that was so... I just... Portia brings it. Oh. She's funny as always, hell. Always. Always. So... Um, she hates the damn gift and I don't blame her. So then, um, and of course, Portia shades the shit out of, uh, Bailey wine cellar. Yeah. So one of the gift was like a bunch of bottles of wine or champagne. Uh, I don't know. No, it was champagne and it was like Vouv. Or it wasn't like Vouv Clicquot. I don't know, but Portia is literally Vouv Clicquot. I don't drink champagne, so (laughs) I don't know. Um, Portia's literally peeling back the label. She's like, I know, honey, this came from the Bailey wine cellar. I know it <laughs> I got came the label. from the, yeah. She let me check these labels. <laughs> and I just love the shit talking. Oh, yeah. I just, it, it gives me life. So this episode was so much fun for me. Yeah. Um, so what's the, uh, the other gifts? All right. So we're then building up. To- we're building. Well, um, then we get to Drew's gift. So Kenya, unfortunately for her, mm-hmm. <laughs> grabs Drew's gift, opens it up. It's an ugly ass wig. What inside it's, a pet carrier? Inside of a furry? What was it? A cat pet or doggy carrier? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Drew throws in. Oh, and I also made a hundred dollar donation to the Humane Society. Oh. That's part of the bundle. <laughs> part of the bundle. And all the ladies are looking at this wig like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we spent a thousand dollars. Right. That is not a thousand dollar wig. And of no. course, Drew's trying to say that it is. She's trying to pump no, it this up. This gift is like the white elephant gift party I'm used to going to. Yes, because the like, shitty gift. The only ones that I've gone to, I've got. They're funny. Like I'll tell you really quick. I got uh, one time I pulled. Um, it was two thought out T-bone steaks. Oh, and that's why it was wrapped. <laughs> it's because someone found it literally in the back of their freezer. Oh 
Got and then my they were thought out. Got, so yeah. really eat them, like, nope, nobody wanted to steal that gift from yeah. me. So I unfortunately had the whole night. My um, really good friend that went, she got a tank top that said, I heart dick. Oh, like really cute. big on it. Yeah. Yeah, Everything else had cute. to do with bowel movements yeah. or something. It was, it, <laughs> so was, nasty. it was a shit show, literally it's kind of like of a white elephant. Show. Yeah. So anyway, so this what reminded me of that kind of oh, a gift. Oh yeah. That, and I've been to those too, where it's right. just the shittiest gifts, but you do laugh your ass off because oh, there's some funny hilarious. stuff getting passed around. Yeah. And if you're drunk, it's like even more fun. Right. Uh, but then along with that wig, along with Drew's bundle, as she calls it, a bundle of gifts, right. bundle of shit is her swag was. bag, swag bag, <laughs> her hag bag. Yeah. I don't know what else to call <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, there's an old school boom box. Yeah. Like 20 bucks right. from Target if right. you bought it today. Right. Uh, with a cassette tape. Right. And now this is Drew's moment. She thinks. She spent the whole she, season, I think, putting She spent this shit the whole together. season yeah. putting this shit together. Right. She this thought the these are my receipts right. about the profit right. and LaToya. Right. Here we go. And everybody's like so confused. I'm I like, know. Oh, why? What's that? Like put this why? cassette tape in this So old- they plug in the damn boom box. They throw in the cassette tape. And all that's on there is the profit saying, yeah, I mean, I like Toya. She's a cool girl. Yeah. Um, and he also says, uh, Prophet says he likes Toya. She's a cool girl. Um, he also said he started dating a woman when he was technically married to the baby mama, which many people right. do. I right. also, you know, dated Steve when I was still legally married, but right. it was 100% separated. clear. Right. We are separated. Right. We are in the middle of a divorce. Enough time had gone by. Like we are not together, right. but the divorce was a little drawn out. Yeah. <clears throat> so to me, I couldn't yeah. care less it's if okay. you want to yeah. date. So I exactly. really, that does not bother me, but some people get hung up on it. Um, so really the tape falls flat. No, yeah. They all, everybody's like Nobody. so confused. They're like Drew, Nobody is honey, like, yeah, this is like nice nothing. Attempt, but and of no. course, yeah. And Drew's still trying to say, you know, uh, Drew, uh, she's, she's trying to say that, uh, oh, and Toya does show up at the party. Right. Oh, now, thank God. Yeah. Hugh Toya. That's right. Toya, of enters, course, magically enters the party, even though she time. said she wasn't coming. Right. She comes in right after the tape is played. Right. And everybody's like, oh, perfect timing. Right. And so, of course, Toya and Drew go at it. And Drew's, of course, still screaming, you prayed on the prophet. Bullshit. Right. I don't think anybody agrees with right. that. And did you hear Can- Candy almost got her shaky voice Candy? Oh, she and sure was did. like, he's a grown-ass man. Yes. She did not prey on him. He it was a man who made a decision. If, uh, if that's the yes. truth. And Candy's 100% correct. Totally. Yeah. Like, obviously. But right. I, I I wanted can- shaky voice Candy to come out. I know. You, it almost came out. grown-ass man. <laughs> I can't. I know. <laughs> So she's saying, oh, you prayed on the prophet. And uh, I love it one point because I love this word. Mm-hmm. Kenya's like, you're a narc. Yeah. You know, I call my, yeah. I call Stevie a narc, a narc all yeah. the time because she does narc on she my does. ass to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Stevie, really, we need to work on that. Right. I know. You're supposed to be ride or die for she's your like, mom. Mommy, that was a bad word. You yeah. just, and be like, she tells the up. dog yeah. trainer, my yeah. mom yells and cusses at Shadow <laughs> when he's not good. And I'm like, literally, yeah, that's true. Right. I do cuss at Shadow. However. He doesn't know I'm cussing because he's a dog, but right. that's beside the point. Uh, but you just narked on me to the freaking dog trainer. Can we just keep this between us, Stevie? And she's just like, oh, like she doesn't care. She loves to tattle. Oh my God. Anyway, <clears throat> and this is when Drew, which she says, you weren't looking for God. You were looking for some dick. Yep. And I think you and I are a little more dramatic in the dick yeah, yeah. because it's way right. more fun to totally. say it that way. Right. Anyway, Drew's whole scheme, trying to bring receipts, it falls flat. Yep. 
the the tape cassette of uh, uh, the cassette tape of the profit lot like criminalizing like reveals evidence, nothing. nothing and really she just needs to start backpedaling she was right. wrong right I, I don't believe that he had a brand new baby at home and a woman who he was in a relationship and he's cheating with toya right bullshit drew you tried it failed mm-hmm. whatever but Toya and Drew do get into it. Toya Tosses takes the, the ugly ass yeah. wig and Whips throws it at Drew. Across the table. Drew lunges at her, right. wanting to throw hands. Spanks her, spanks her showing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Her, her dress her around out. her waist now. Her shiny, like, pretty dress. Security spanks her falling out. Secur- yeah. Security, like, I was watching that part. Security, like, takes her down and then falls on top of... I think Portia or Shamia, somebody like it was kind of, it was, it was pretty, a lot. It was like three bodies on, like they were like piling on yeah. top of each other. Cause it happened around like a U shaped couch around a coffee table. Oh, so yeah. there's very little space there's for no like escape. an altercation to happen. Yeah. So. Drew was definitely triggered. Oh, and she was she going like, after Toya. At her, yeah. I kind of feel like if somebody threw a wig at me too, I'd, Right. Want to make a move. Right. I, I, however immature that is, <laughs> I, I just feel like it would trigger something right. in me and like my, she didn't something hesitate. else would take over. Yeah. It would not be Jamie anymore. It would be really, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You'd be seeing red. You'd be seeing red for sure. So <laughs> this is so like bad, but Toya's like, um, would she say she said something? Oh, oh. Drew throws an insult at Toya and Toya's like, well, your man's looking for some new pussy because yours is all dried up. <laughs> Did we just go there? I know. (laughs) I mean, in the heat of the moment, you'll pull anything out of your toolbox. And that is, you're exactly right. Like, shit will come flying out of your mouth. It is so raunchy. Like, it's so, I know. It's so ridiculous. Thank you, Toya. It's better than, well, (laughs) like, when you just say, like, someone says something to you, you're like, yeah, you too. Or yeah. like, it's something like you can't think of I anything. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> at least it had something to do about hey, her old ass At least vagina. that shade always works. Right. Like it literally <laughs> throws it back on the other one. <laughs> and yo mama always oh, yeah. works. Oh, that. Cool. Is, I heard yeah. your mom does. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Heard your mom looking for some dick. <laughs> yeah. Your mama is all a classic. It's classic. And always works. And effective. Yes. It's effective. <laughs> Um, and then I love when Toya and Kenya start to walk out and to, uh, Kenya has to explain the difference between a narc and a narcissist. Oh, right. Because Toya thinks a narc is a narcissist. Right. She's like, well, what's a narc? Right. And then Kenya's like, well, it's kind of like a drug lord. It's like a, <laughs> okay, it's think like narcotics. a, yeah. think, uh, <laughs> it's a tattletale. <laughs> right. That's somebody who rat your ass right. out. Somebody right. who snitched your ass right. out. Anyway, I thought that was funny. So then as... Kenya and Toya are leaving. They stole which oh, I, yeah. love. I love. They part. <laughs> like, just get the gifts. Let's go. Get, get the it. alcohol. Yeah. They stole Drew's yeah. white elephant gift and booked it out the door. Which I thought <laughs> like, good shoved move, it in the car. And even like it was Kenya and who was it that was leaving together? Kenya and to- Toya. Toya. And she's like, because Toya's still going out, and Kenya's like, get in the car. Get in the car. She's like shoving the gifts in the back seat. Yeah. Just get in the car and stuff. Oh, they stole the Drew's alcohol. The Christmas tailors coming down the driveway at that time. Get in the car. Get Get that again in the car. You bitch. You do that. It's like, oh, yeah. Toya's like slinging the insults, trying to dance and twerk to the Christmas carolers. night. (laughs) Bitch, get in the car. That's Kenya. The llamas are like off in the background. Oh my god! 
Like, I love that Cynthia went all, like, <laughs> this was going to be like a winter wonderland of a Christmas experience for friend miss. And it's like, Cynthia <laughs> could not get these bitches out of her no. Lake Bailey on the hill fast <laughs> enough. Okay. Bye. bye. Okay. Bye. And then some of it stood out there just to like, in, like, they were forced to enjoy the carolers before just because they had made the effort to yeah. come down the driveway. <laughs> like, all right, we'll listen to it for like a couple yeah. times. Um, one correction, Toya had gone outside, did the Christmas caroler thing, uh, trying to, uh, Kenya's trying to get her in the car, mm-hmm. realized that she left her handbag in the oh, house. that's right. That's oh, when she yeah. goes in, the wig is thrown, right. Drew Spanks come out, right. and then, all right. And then we're back, yeah. And we're back with carolers. <laughs> Silent night. Uh, winter wonderland. <laughs> That's like a Bing Crosby one. My sister and I love that one. I feel like you hit a note. I don't know yeah. which note it was, but it was a note. It was flat, whatever it was. G flat. <laughs> Very flat. Um, and then, so then they start, you know, flashing the up, kind of like the parting words on the screen for all the ladies. And I don't know if you saw this, uh, but the producer spelled Brooklyn's name wrong. Oh. On Kenya's. And you know oh, she's going to be pissed yeah, about that. Right. Uh, they wrote Brooklyn. Oh. They said that uh, Kenya and Brooklyn are going on a trip to oh, Paris. You dropped the R. Like, how dare you? How dare you? So Kenya's not going to be happy about <laughs> Sounds that. Sounds like a just speech know. impediment. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> um, and then uh, Kenya filed for divorce. We talked about that. Porsche. Oh, <laughs> I love at the end. Portia takes a plate of food for her mama because her hip hurt. Right. <laughs> I know. It's for you. Just say you need a plate. My mama hip hurt. Yeah, mama hip, hip hurt. hurt. I'm going to take her a little plate of food. You know you're taking that shit to eat in the <laughs> car because you're starving right, right now. I know. Nobody ate, I think. Yeah. And then it flashes to kind of some moments from the reunion. Of right? course, all the ladies go at it. Mm-hmm. Duh. Right. And I can't wait for the reunion. Oh. Atlanta always brings it. I cannot wait. So it's going to be good. Yep. Uh, going to be. I'm guessing a three-part. I think it could be a three part because a bolo is going to take up literally a whole episode, a maybe. whole yeah part, right? You know, um, so that's that. Yeah, and that's it. yes, and I, I I loved this episode because I laughed. Me there too. were just some really great comedic moments right. from Shamia, yes. from Portia, from Portia. Like I just I loved all of it. It was great. So. Now we're on Jersey, episode we're 10, Jersey. Sinking Ships. Yes. Because the ladies are on a yacht. They That's got right. the That's yacht. Right. The yacht. We got the, we got the yacht, ladies. We got the, <laughs> the yacht. yacht. <laughs> you got to take it down. got to take it way down. <laughs> Um, so the ladies are getting ready to go on the yacht, right. which belongs to Margaret's ghostwriter. Emily. Oh, it does belong to her. I didn't yes. know if she just arranged the yacht or no. I think okay. Emily owns the yacht. She's the ghostwriter for Marge's book. I didn't she know was being a also ghostwriter is so lucrative. Yeah, she was the ghostwriter for for Teresa. Teresa's book or her uh, well, or maybe just her tell all. Who yeah. knows? Okay, but um, the ghostwriter did make a comment, and I don't think I quoted it, but something like uh, I had to write a lot of pages for this yacht. Like, yeah, you oh, know. Yeah. Uh, and then you see, so all the ladies are getting ready to go on the yacht. Right. And of and course again, there's these fake ass scenes. I put that down. God, like, why these, do we have to do this? Every single lady is talking to in their closet, her child their, yes, their uh, about the yacht. What should I wear? Want to help mommy pick out an mm-hmm. outfit? And of course Dolores is in her closet with Frankie Jr. Who I love Frankie Jr. Just as much as Frank Sr. And I just, holy shit. When Dolores is talking to Frankie Jr., uh-huh. He is so his dad. His oh my God. Idiosyncrasies, his idiosyncrasies. Yeah, it's expression. His face, yeah. the way he talks, the way it, like, he I is know. so frank. I know. He's, 
This I love their relationship. I do too. Yeah, he and loves I, his mom. He does love, and she even like shows an outfit, and she's like, "What do you think about this?" He's like, "I like it." Like yeah. he's like, "Really?" I was going to ask you though. Do you? My daughter's six. Yeah, and now I am saying like, "Does this look okay?" Like I just want to because I know she will tell me. Not she's only six. Okay. Yeah. She wants to wear twin outfits with me, which I'm like, yeah, you know, she's so still cute. like very innocent that way, and doesn't yeah. know that that's not cool yeah. yet. Yeah. But I am starting to like. I'm thankful that she might really give me some uh, honest opinions in the future. Yes. So do you do you get that from I, Drew? Every now and then I get it. Well, Drew definitely will tell me if I look especially cute one day. She'll be like, oh, I like your fit. Yeah. You know? Um, and I'm like, oh, thanks. When it comes mm-hmm. from Drew, I literally yes. fangirl. I'm like, right. oh my God, I must be really cute right. today because Drew's it's cool. Like extra, right. And she thinks I look cute. Uh, and Stevie only compliments me when I wear something super girly, which is never. Yeah. Because she's still into like, ooh, dresses, dresses right. skirts. Right. If I wore hot pink lipstick, that would right. be something that would really oh my God, that's catch so, her yeah. fancy. Yeah. Uh, maybe if I wore green or blue eyeshadow, she'd be super right. stoked, you know, <laughs> right. big pearl necklace. Right. Um, but yeah, but Stevie, the one thing she does do is cause all I wear these days are my Workout leggings. Yeah. yeah. My leggings, uh-huh. which I'm wearing right now. Know, yeah. Um, she likes to smack me on the ass <laughs> because she's just like, there's your butt. And she always Both. says, mom, you got a big butt in those pants. <laughs> Boom. Thank God they're not the, the Amazon pants or whatever. Oh, no. Dude, I got to say this cause this or the person TikTok would have, leggings. I do. I'm like the, like I do orange theory. Now they're open inside. It's amazing. And that's how I'm like burning so many calories, but there's a girl that like, she comes on my Saturday classes. At, first of all, she wears the gloves with no um, fingers in it oh, because it. we do have to do a rower. I mean, I have calluses. You can see I have calluses from the rower, but I don't, I'm not going to wear those You're gloves. You're just not doing it. I'd rather get the, the calluses. I'd rather get the calluses than but wear the damn gloves. she also wears the Amazon pants. Oh, and so when she bends over, you see oh, it all. You're seeing her running on a treadmill. You're seeing her do all. And I'm just like, D- you had to wear those ones. When like, she bends over for a back li- uh, deadlift, you can see what she had for lunch. The heck? Oh, that was oh. the first time I've. <gasps> Did you just earn an award? No, Jessie? I almost no. I almost put my emergency thing on. Holy! <laughs> you guys, one time I accidentally called nine one one for my watch. Okay, Jesse's like, Apple Watch that. just made a noise that neither one of us have ever heard, and I was like, "Did you just win?" Like, I literally my first go to was she won an, an ultimate aw- award <laughs> that has never been won before because Jesse would be the one to earn it. No, I almost called nine one one on my my watch and said there was an because emergency. there's no dry shampoo. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, but she wore those pants. Anyways, back to okay, the kids. Yeah. Are, yeah, the women are picking out their outfits for the yacht. Yeah, Tree, you know, Tree's talking to Gia, and I love Gia, and they're talking about Juicy Joe's girlfriend. Tree's trying to dig a little bit, ask, well, have you met his girlfriend? She's like, well, I, I don't know, you know. And then, of course... Melania comes in with Melania FaceTime, I think. comes in and both the girls are saying like, look, you guys are both allowed to date. Right. It's fine. Well, then Juicy Joe throws it back on Tree and he's like, well, have they met your boyfriend? And yeah. she gets a little red and she's like, ah, because she didn't want to mention it. At she all. has a boyfriend. Right. She wasn't really talking about it yet. So mm-hmm. Juicy Joe kind of threw her off. Mm-hmm. Now we know Tree has a boyfriend. Right. We've kind of been leading up to this. And I feel, I feel like Gia was very ma- is mature and she, she is. was in that uh, interaction, like in her bedroom when they were all talking She's about it. She's always kind of very yeah. mature about things. Yes. And even when her mom and dad were fighting, she was very, I don't know. She's just very yeah. kind of like an old I soul. I respect it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
And then uh, Jennifer walks into Gabriella's room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, because they're all – I did these fake scenes of talking about know, going on a yacht with your kids. Okay, whatever. Gabriella's on a break from doing her uh, schooling on the computer. Sucking on a ring pop. Right. And <laughs> she's asking, how's – it's sucking on a ring pop. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is this the younger That's, daughter? I think, I think oh, the young daughter is – she goes in the young daughter's room first. first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. young daughter daughter's totally an asshole that, to her. Like, she says, yeah. yeah, sorry, I call a young girl an asshole. I yeah. don't mean that. <laughs> Uh, but they can be. But they can be. Excuse me. Yeah. But she says uh, something like, yeah, 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 don't care. And right. uh, Jennifer's like, uh, excuse me. Right. That is not Watch her. You know, tone. Watch your tone. But then Jennifer walks Close into her, her older eldest, daughter, yeah. Gabriella's room. They start talking about the grandparents. Sorry you had to see that fight, you know, that happened on last episode. And she gives her like her grandma's history gives and like her- to, for an understanding of where she's coming from. Yes, exactly. And, you know, Jennifer says, you know, maybe there's a little jealousy there about talking about her own mother. Maybe her mm-hmm. own mother is a little jealous of Jennifer and, and Bill Aiden's marriage. marriage. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's true. I mean, yeah. it just sounds like her mom is super resentful. Well, she I, has it's like repressed a whole, anger. I, yeah, she feels like her whole life has been wasted or controlled or whatever, which it has been it in sounds a way. Like it has. Right. And it's not like she was even in a position to really maybe do anything about it in her younger years. But as an older woman now, it's just like, well, shit, now I'm at the end of my life. Yeah, she's and, got pent up. Right. Up, built up resentment, anger, all these things. So, and it's all coming out. And look, I don't love it. I don't love that she's constantly um, projecting her unhappiness on everybody else, trying to make her daughter pick sides, yada, yada. But I also have never been in that situation where I'm taken from my country. I have no friends. I feel controlled. I feel uh, emotionally abused. I can't do anything about it because in my culture, we can't get a divorce. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a lot. Mm -hmm. So, um, then we get to the yacht and I made a comment, you know, or I made a note that I think Jackie looks amazing in that orange jumper. Oh yeah. Yeah. Does. I thought she, she looked the best. She looked right. really, it fit her body really well. Her collarbone mm-hmm. like looked really nice. I don't mm-hmm. know. She just looked great. And I loved that color on her. Uh, Teresa's jumpsuit. Not so much. No. It what looked was like going a on? China, I, like- I literally. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Jesse. Like indigo, that blue and white yes. um, China set that you Indigo would see. cobalt blue right. China plate pattern. Right. Yes. That's what I That's wrote. That's exactly and what it is. You and I are Jump vibing. Suit, right. Yeah. Same vibe. It was not cute. No. It was weird. No. I didn't like the heels she wore with it. Right. I, I did. Nothing about it was cute. It allowed her to get all the way on the ground though and like spread and her, split like, her legs <laughs> open. And uh, yeah, because so she had a lot of movement in she it. She sure did. Know? She had a lot but of it was movement. kind of like that. 50 like that you know like yeah that. she's like, like super giddy about yeah. this uh this dude which we're gonna talk about but first uh, of all wait margaret has a creative director did you see the other lady that was there she wasn't one of the housewives tall thin big glasses isn't she, she the one who's always rag on her head okay yes but isn't she the one who has a little bit of an accent which i don't know where it's from maybe joyzy oh uh and she's always at margaret's house yeah, and but, she's been on other trips okay, with yes. margaret okay so that's but it's like it's they called they called her titled her her creative director Oh, I didn't notice that. I think I just bypassed it because I'm used to seeing her. I don't know exactly what she does, but she's kind of Margaret's right-hand woman. So maybe she is her creative She's always at the house. Right. And she's gone on girls' trips with them before. Okay. The ladies are ordering drinks on the yacht. And, you know, Teresa orders a ticket. Tequila and pineapple. But Jesse, I <laughs> want to know. pineapple juice. Yeah, pineapple. Oh, God. She's like loading up. It's I'm like, come on already. I just I know. can't with the goddamn <laughs> I know. She's like obsessed with it. But I want to know. I know you You love wine. I, I think do. think that's like your go-to. But do you have, like, is yes. that your favorite go-to adult beverage? No. What's your favorite? Well, you know what? It's It changed. So um, 
wine is something like I can guarantee, like I know I'm going to like it and it's easy and it has a certain amount of alcohol in it that right. it's like guaranteed. Gets you there. Right. But like if, when you're having a, a cocktail port, it, it's really bartender dependent. Yes. So that's kind of where like, I'm not as, um, inclined to get a cocktail. Like when we go out to dinner, we go to a bar. Like if it is like I used to, when it was like a bar, it'd be, uh, it would be like vodka on the rocks with some soda water and lime juice. Just cause I know what's in yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. But I do love, it's more when I make it is an Aperol spritz, which I made for you one time, which is the, it's Aperol, which is like an orange liqueur, champagne, a little bit of soda water. Okay. And like an orange slice. Oh, it's so it, isn't that a housewife thing too? Don't they and order those on the housewives? They do. It's an that Italian drink. type of a drink. Okay. It's, be, it's really made like a comeback. I feel like in the last year or two. Yeah. Um, but it is one of the most. I always have now apérol and champagne like in my fridge. It sounds so refreshing. Right. The only thing is, I hate popping a bottle of champagne because I really won't drink the whole thing. Yeah. So, but now they sell like mini champagne bottles, so which I can is make, smart. Like, a drink, which yeah. is smart. They've started doing that with wine too, because right. I do that too. Sometimes Steve doesn't want wine, so I'm the only one drinking it and I don't right. clear a whole bottle myself. Right. Um, but yeah, I that is, if I tried, but, yeah. uh, but that would be like the drink that I would order instead of wine. Um, or a margarita. If I mean oh, like yeah. Mexican food, that's like an easy go to like that. I don't so care. Good. Even if it's not like it, that you can't really go totally so wrong sugary and so margarita. everything, yeah. but I love the taste. Yeah. Margaritas yes. are amazing. What about Some you? Some better than others. So my go to is a tequila cocktail. Oh, so I love the, uh, I'm a basic white bitch and I love me some, uh, George Clooney, Casamigos, oh. Reposado tequila. Okay. Um, that's my fave. Wait, like by itself? Well, I'll sip that. That is, that one's so good to me. Ooh. I can sip it on the rocks or just take shots. Oh my God. And I love it. But I do prefer to have a little bit fuller drink with a little bit of more different taste. Mm-hmm. So I will do that tequila on the rocks. And I will mix it with just a splash of Zevia lime cocktail mix, which is like this no sugar, no calorie Mm -hmm. uh, lime cocktail mixer. All I need is a splash Mm -hmm. to give it some lime flavor and a little bit of bubbles. And then I just put flat water in it to fill the rest because this is why I do it. I, for a while, was doing like um, no sugar you know, LaCroix, uh, mm-hmm. lime flavor with the tequila, with mm-hmm. a splash of the Zevia, but I can't drink bubbles all day, okay, nor do I want you to. Up, yeah, it, it gets you bloated gassy. and gassy and all this stuff. So I do flat water tequila with a splash of the okay. Zevia cocktail mixer, which does have bubbles. Okay. So it's just kind of, and that's my go-to. Oh, awesome. So yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, then we see, okay, Teresa admits she has a boyfriend. Duh, we all oh, right, know yeah, that. They bring up uh, the Glenmuir Mansion. Yeah, exactly. Oh, because it's going to be Jackie's 44th birthday. So she's asking like, what should I do? What I don't know I what to do. do. Yeah, someone told me to go here. And then Teresa's like, speaking of. Yes. I went there on a date and everyone's like, what? what? Yeah. So then she backs up. Basically, they met at the Jersey Shore uh, after Teresa asked God for a great guy. From, uh, no, God, not God, her parents. Oh, I thought she asked God. No, okay, you're she right. spoke to her parents Thank in you. the great beyond. Thank you for clarifying That's right. that. Um, and she says she's taking it slow. But uh, fast forward, we all know they have a house together right, now. Right, right. But she says on the show, we're taking it slow. Very, very, all the way down to the ground. To yeah. The floor. So dramatic. <laughs> you know, and she spreads her legs open. Yeah. You know, she's and like, super, like, is that the position you get in for him or yeah. something like that? And she's like super giddy over this guy. Yeah. And it's so funny that she says they're taking it very yeah. slow. Oh, cut to the real world, current day. Right. They own a house together. Right. I mean, come on. All right. Um, so then. Marge ends up doing 
Melissa, oh, a hold solid. on a second. Wait a second. Oh, Before, please. This can't go like please. what Margaret says about Again, it's like cringeworthy. She talks about Teresa because she's like, when she says, is that the position you got in? And when she was down on the ground saying how slow they're taking it, is that the position you got in for him? And she's like, no, like we haven't even done that. We haven't even gone there. And Margaret cuts to Margaret, like in her confessional. She's like, we all know you're getting the pussy fed. Ah! And I was like, <laughs> like, why do they have to use these words? Like, I really like... I don't know. I feel like my <laughs> mother. I just like. Can you not say that? Like, can we not yeah. talk about that? I'm like, not a fan of that word either. No, I'm so <laughs> not a fan of that word. Yeah, you know, a th or something instead of the double s's. Absolutely, yeah, I'd rather that than there the, are so the, many other words that she could use. But Margaret loves to say that word. She loves really to say the P does. Word. She's very yeah. comfortable saying it. It she makes is. me cringe. So. No, yeah, Margaret's just like throws it all out right. there. I totally missed that moment. So oh. I'm so glad <laughs> I was that like, you brought yeah. it up. Uh, and then March okay. does Melissa a solid and she tells Teresa, you know, Melissa lied perfectly for you, you know, yeah. like, because Melissa, you know, kept her secret. Mm-hmm. Never, Teresa didn't right. want to talk about the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So Melissa's trying to be a good sister-in-law, never revealed it. So I thought that that was Marge being a good wing woman, being yes. a good friend to That's Melissa, right. Right. making sure that Teresa knows, hey, your sister-in-law who you've had all this drama with over the years, did you a solid right. and didn't kept your anything. little secret. And then... Cut to Marge is about to read an excerpt from her book. And um, she said, oh, yeah. So she reads an excerpt from her book in front of all the ladies. She call, I think she calls uh, her boss. She refers to him as Dick. Oh, I yeah. didn't notice that part. I'm pretty sure she refers to him as Dick. And so she reads an excerpt. And basically she says, you know, uh, Dick lured her back to his apartment. He was aggressive. Um, and I really felt for Marge in that moment. It's very raw. And it turns out the way that she's telling this, it was so inappropriate. To me, sounds like more sexual assault right. than a guy giving you me light pressure to sleep with right. him. Because when she said that he was aggressive with her, like, yes. this, this, and this. So look, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was actual sexual assault, uh, you know, but it sounds worse than what she, how she had first painted right. it. And I felt for her in that moment. Yes. Oh, I hated it. And so did Jennifer. Jennifer is, did. She apologized. Right. Because now she's, I think it's when it's laid out in the book and she said like, versus the time that you told us, you know, like, however far back, I just thought you were being like young and dumb and sleeping with everybody like by choice and by, you know, even if it was for a career advancement, but she, you know, starts making this apology. Yes. Which goes sour, then comes back. And yes, you're exactly to- right. And I think I understood that moment. Jennifer, she gave her an apology. It seemed genuine. Uh, yeah. But Marge, I think, still was had some words for her. Right. Marge was still harboring and so offended that she had said that to her, you know, that Jennifer had said that to Marge before. Oh, your sloppy moment. You slept mm-hmm. with your boss. So Marge kind of goes in and Jennifer's like, look, I'm trying to apologize to you. Right. And then we kind of see it come full circle. Yeah, it morphed into, but which is important. They kind of covered several things. It morphed into um, her being tone deaf about not being able to, to clean her house and take uh, Jennifer. Yes. Margaret saying that. But During Jennifer did have, I mean, still it's tone deaf, but she was kind of trying to explain like, I have a lot, this house is ginormous, which yes, it is. it is. I have five kids. I have like nobody. We're in a pandemic. Parents They're, are I'm fighting. schooling all five of them. Yeah. I'm trying to like, you know, so then Margaret kind of. Um, then starts to see her side of that. And then there's another thing they got, oh, her drunkenness, like at that party. And she said, I don't drink that much, 
But, you know, sometimes because I'm dealing with all this stress, yeah. I like to let loose. And of course we flash back to when she face plants in the concrete. She's at the pool, so shit faced off tequila shots. Right. But she explains it. And I have to say, like, I thought it was a kind of Jennifer, you know, we usually hate on Jennifer. Yeah. I think she handled herself well during this interaction on the boat. I think she and, did too. And she was mature enough to bring it back around to say, listen, but I want you to know I'm apologizing. apologizing. Yeah. I'm writing my wrong. I admit. And that's, I told when and, we first started this podcast, I said, sometimes just in life in general, for all people, all humans, if you can just admit you're wrong without uh, having huge. to defend. Yes. It, it can diffuses a bomb almost right any away. situation. Exactly. Yeah. And she did that. And so she I did really a good job her. of it. And I agree with you. I don't love Jennifer. She's not one of my favorites. Right. I think she is uh, below the belt. Right. I think she's you know immature, emotionally yes. immature and the shit that she says mm-hmm. to the women. I, I hate a housewife who brags about a, a spending limit. I just, right. it's I cringy know. to me. It is like my pet peeve with people in general. Right. I hate when people put money at such a high and like, oh, you don't have, well, anybody who says they hate their life doesn't have my spending limit or whatever her freaking right. tagline oh, yeah, is. Oh yeah, I know. So there's, that's always in the back of my head and her behavior in the past, but 100%, I think she was mature on the yacht. She brought it back around. She apologized twice, which I do think she owed Margaret an apology. And I think it was genuine. Mm-hmm. And I like that they kind of came back around. However, we do know on Twitter, I know when the episode aired, you know, Jennifer called Marge, a slut or slutty. Which I'll is have crazy. To go back and find so we'll have to find out like how this, yeah, anyways. Yeah. We'll find out in the reunion, I'm sure. Yeah. And so then the captain tells the ladies, you know, basically like I related this to my own shit. Like I don't want to be on a boat in the ocean because right. I, you know me, Jesse, I get so seasick in oh. any situation. I get carsick. <laughs> yeah. I get seasick. Yeah. I get seasick on a mountain when right. we're skiing. Right. So what is that? Ski sick? You're just motion. It's motion sickness. Motion sickness. Yeah. You, yeah. We drove, we went skiing. Uh, As teenagers. No, I think even younger than, I. well, yeah, we were probably like. We were like junior just high. Just junior high teenagers. Yeah. yeah. And we had to go up a windy mountain road to get to the ski resort. I don't even know if you knew you had motion sickness at that I, time. I like you weren't know. even prepared for no. it. And I know you took Dramamine at some point. I don't know if it was after you'd already thrown it up. On an up. empty stomach. Yeah, but by the time we got to the ski resort, and it's like altitude is oh, like yeah. playing a factor. It was all jacked up. Yeah, I remember we were getting our getting ready to get our boots, getting ready to get our skis, and Jamie throws up her sprinkled donut she ate that morning. Yeah. No, I, I got really <laughs> dizzy, and I'm like, oh. And like it was like slow motion, and I'm like, huh? And then I yeah. threw up. Yeah. And Jesse's like, oh, shit. You yeah. Know, so then I end up in like the medic area. And I know Jesse had to be so fucking annoyed because you I know, was embarrassed. Like, you're like, you're 12. You're yeah, like, you're embarrassed. Oh and you're also friend. like, dude, all I want to do is ski and this bitch is sick, like throwing up over here. God, donut. Why are you so dramatic, Jamie? Get your shit together. Put your boots on and let's I go know. skiing. And I, I think eventually I recovered. Oh, yeah. Ski and it was yep. fine. But I get the, the minute that a captain on a ship says the word choppy, I'm out. Oh yeah. I'm out. Bye. Right. Get me on back right. on the solid land. Cause I, I, get, legs. I need my sea legs. <laughs> right. Um, and Teresa's horny as fuck. She's flirting with the yacht, yacht boy, oh, right. yeah. flirting with the neighbor yacht people. Mm-hmm. Like she just wants to get boned. And then, um, Melissa and Jackie are at Melissa's house having a bite to eat or whatever, having a talk. Catching up. Yeah. Cause Melissa couldn't go cause she had GI problems. Yeah. Melissa couldn't go on the, the yacht, yacht cause she was sick. Right. So and Jackie's I love how you call it GI yeah. problems. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Gastrointestinal <laughs> disruption. Hey, nurse Jessie. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love the technicality of it all. She was having the shits. <laughs> she, she had the shits. She had the shits and she was super dehydrated. Yeah. Oh, Stevie. Oh, Do you? Stevie just heard us say Shit. a bad word. 
Okay, you guys. She just knocked on the door. My like, seven-year-old. You better not be yeah. cussing. Not only is she a narc, she hates cuss words. I don't know whose daughter she is. Oh. Clearly, we don't share any DNA because I'm not a narc and I like to cuss. I know. And my daughter despises it. And she just heard us oh my from God. outside the room say the shit. Yeah. And I she knocked on the, the door aggressively and said, you better not be cussing in there. <laughs> Stevie, we have an explicit logo on the podcast. Yeah. Like it's an E. So you have to know that there's going to be cussing yes. on this and podcast. Steve and I are literally <laughs> trying to teach her that... Don't do it. We're not right. trying to cuss at you. Right. We will never call you names. We will never overly cuss in front of you just because. Like right. we always try to censor ourselves. But I told her, I'm like, um, adults can cuss. Right. And also in a lot of music that mommy listens to, people cuss. Right. And you just have to understand we're allowed to cuss. Right. We're not cussing at you. Right. Um, there are certain words I will not like Say, oh, if yeah. it gets too um, like Not like a mother or, effort. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Then I, okay. <laughs> you can't listen to that. Anyway, we are literally trying to work with her to not be a narc and also um, accept our customers. Right. Oh, so every you don't now and listen then. to WAP in front of her. No, I definitely don't <laughs> listen to WAP. But the kids, oh, yeah, the kids' version. Now I definitely be have fired. the kids' version. Now let me say, mine and Stevie's new favorite song uh-huh. is Cardi B's "Up." Oh, now I know. obviously, what is up? We don't know. We don't know yeah. what's up. But I effing <laughs> love that jam. Of course, I, I play the edited version only. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. Oh, Stevie is outside the window now harassing us. Oh my god! But that's literally our favorite song right now. Yeah. But I have to play the edited version, right. but she and I both oh, freaking love it. Totally. It's and so I'm pretty good. sure I almost have it down. Right. Like I think I can wrap it. <laughs> Like I've almost got it. It's going to be my next karaoke, yeah. you know, flavor. Oh yeah. So, um, anyways. Okay. So Jackie and Melissa are at Melissa's house getting a recap. Yes. And you know, Melissa just says she wants Tree to be happy, wants to see what she's like in a happy relationship. I just want to say we all have that friend, you know, and I was that friend to you right. at one moment that right. I was in an un- unhappy marriage and you always want to see what is my friend going to be like once she's out of this drag right. of a situation? Right. And it always, you're always a changed person yes. because you're free, you're happy, yes. you've got a new outlook on life. Right. So I totally resonated with Melissa to say that about yes. Teresa. Like, I really want to see what my sister-in-law is yes. like, happy. Well, Teresa's been with uh, Joe Giudice mm-hmm. since she was a teenager. I mean, that was yeah. her first boyfriend. And you go through all these developmental phases. And it was yes. same with you. I mean, he was, your ex wasn't your first boyfriend, but you guys but were we got young. together when I was 17. Right. So you, it's, it's so cool to be like an adult, this like grown ass woman, but basically, yep. and now you get to really see, you get to like, go look at the world a different way and the dating yeah. world a different way. And yeah, it's just, an, it's, it's, it's always awesome. fun to watch. Um, and then we cut to, uh, we have March and of course she's, she's at her house. She's drinking yeah. iced coffee in a, in a wine, wine glass, glass which is like straw. the new thing. I know. Uh, March senior shows up and of course, uh, March, uh, junior. <laughs> I March rarely junior. see women with like the senior A junior, title. Yeah. yeah. So uh, March junior. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh uh, March, do you want some, you want some nice coffee? You want some mm-hmm. coffee? And of yeah. course she did, she declines. And so they sit on the couch. They start talking about Marge's past, past and her book. And Marge junior is telling Marge senior about the sexual harassment. Um, and uh, Marge senior is just like, gosh, I never knew that, you know, this, this, and this. And, um, it made her cry. It was a very touching moment. I love their relationship that Marge is able to 
say what her mother was and wasn't mm-hmm. as a mother to her as a mm-hmm. child. There wasn't food in the fridge. Right. I didn't feel safe. And God, those are just confirms it. She doesn't try to deny it. She, she confirms it. Excuse it away. But she does have empathy and yes. guilt for it. And you know, she's a real human being mm-hmm. and she, she has regrets. Right. She feels bad for it, but they have a great relationship now. And I'm sure they've done a lot of therapy. Mm-hmm. So it and was even, a very touching moment. Yes. Like Marge Jr. says, you know, and a lot of the times she as a child felt that she had to almost parent Marge Sr. And that yes. really, you can see that's where Marge Sr. got emotional. Yes. Because she knew it was true. Yes. And Marge Jr., I hate that way we even have to use that, yeah. is such, like, she's such a tough cookie, yeah. but probably as a result of her upbringing, because she had really, in a way, only herself to rely on, because she said she couldn't always rely on her mom. Yes. And um, she said, like, your makeup was like, we had like all the makeup in the world, but in like an empty refrigerator. Yes. So you could see where the balance of what was important was very off in their household. Yes. And I, I really was touched by that and saddened by that as a mom to think yeah. about a child with no food in the fridge right. made me just want to like die. Right. But I did love that moment. Jesse, I have two kind of crazy sexual harassment stories oh. from when I worked in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. I I want to tell them now, but I think that we're running out of time. Okay. So I think next episode, for, yes. let's make a note that yes. at the top of the episode, I want to share two stories that I think a lot of women will probably relate to. And they're just, they piss me off even thinking about them, but I definitely experienced, you know, Uh, I worked in a man's world. Yes, you did. Yeah. I want to share these two stories. Um, let's do it on the next episode. Sounds good. Okay. So then, um, Melissa's at Envy with her daughter, Antonia, and she's, you know, having her do her school shopping and she has the awkward sex talk. Failed attempt. Failed attempt. Look, I agree that the talk should happen. I think it's best to educate your kids, even mm-hmm. if it's awkward. Mm-hmm. Sucks it happened on camera for right. Antonia. I mean, they're trying the, – the fact that they even – exactly. That was yeah. the part – I actually had a problem with that. And I know that, of course, the producer's like, yes, do it. Like, And, and Melissa's like, okay, we'll do it on camera. And it was so – poorly done. And then all I could do is feel bad for Antonia. Because oh, yeah. like now it's like, come on, I would, that's something you need to talk about privately yeah. and where she feels safe. Cause now, now she's never going to feel safe going to saying no. any, or have any trust. Yeah. No. And it was just on camera. It was yeah. super awkward. Antonia cannot wait to get the hell out of there. And she keeps like, you have big boobs. Like I don't want anybody to touch them or, you yeah. know, you've got to protect. I don't know. I'm you, telling you how to touch boobs. them. Yeah. yeah and it's no. like, Oh my God, no, get me out of here. So then we cut to Jennifer cooking with her mom in the kitchen. They're having a mother and daughter tea. Turkish tea party yes, for all the ladies the and the yacht. moms. That's right. Yes. So Jennifer and her mom are cooking in the kitchen at one point, And the dad is there too. Mm-hmm. Jennifer at one point says, uh, Mom, go upstairs. Get your hair and makeup done. And Jennifer's dad quietly says, And change your clothes. <laughs> No, she doesn't Ralph like it was not cutting it. I knew. And the dad knew it. I know. Yeah. And I, I love how dig. Jennifer's mom's kind of like, no belly shirt. I love my belly shirt. This is the style. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. It was funny. Uh, and then the Turkish tea party, the food looks amazing. Oh, amazing. I mean, it's a spread. Right. Oh, yeah. And Jennifer says to Tree uh, at one point, you know, I'm not a big drinker. And Tree's like, what? Uh, you're not? <laughs> and then, of course, <laughs> yeah. they cut back to face planting face on the planning. concrete. Right. And then Jackie and her mom are walking up Jennifer's driveway to their uh, palatial pad. Yeah. And Jackie throws low-key shade and she's, as they're walking up. She says, so welcome to the Taj Mahal. Imagine a Taj Mahal mortgage with no furniture. <laughs> <laughs> because 
Jennifer's house like literally know, didn't have had, furniture no, in it for like the longest time. Against, but it's still, even now, it's like pushed up against the side, and it is that really got. I, I want to say though, I, this is like a culture. I think it's a cultural thing because it that has had, to be that furniture and like especially in Middle Eastern countries is sought after. Uh, it's so ugly. Revered. I can barely stand to no, look at no. it. It looks like a cartoon. It looks fake. It's yeah. like what uh, it's what um, Stevie. And Mila, oh. our seven and six year old, would think <laughs> is beautiful oh, princess, right, you right, know. Right. But when I look right. at it, it gives me a reaction right. in my body right. that I just don't like. No, like the analogy, like how I, like I used to think um, anybody with blonde hair was pretty yeah. as a kid. Oh, yeah. I was so brainwashed. Oh, yeah. I thought Miss Piggy was beautiful because <laughs> she had blonde hair. <laughs> like she's so Fancy. She's got blonde hair. She's beautiful. beautiful. But you're right. <laughs> yeah. That is what was it's sold what it is. to it's everybody. what they call it. It's like putting a silk dress on a pig. Like it's oh. just like. You, you can put all this shiny stuff on it, but it's god awful. Anyways, it is, yeah. and I think a lot of the the Jersey women's homes are kind of like a, a facade like vibe. Yes, Melissa. Well, it's supposed to be very Italian, Venetian. Uh, There's like this very uh, like old world, like you know, play off of like European style architecture. They need to put a bomb, yeah. on their house, right. blow it up, and start right. over. Do you Teresa, don't see any like, Melissa modern Gorga. farmhouses out there. You oh, know. hell no. no. Hell no. no. And no. I'm over the modern farmhouse too. too. But <laughs> it just, dude, Jennifer Aiden's house, yeah. uh, Teresa's and Melissa Gorga, oh, yeah. every time it flashes, I'm like, <laughs> I just, sorry. I, know. I, I know. can't, I can't, I can't. I know. Uh, Jennifer's mom tells Tree her butt's like a rock. Yeah. And she's, she's not, not, yeah, she's not wrong. Yeah. She's not wrong. And I just, I have a note that just says, holy gaudiness for Jennifer's stark white table with gold trim yes. and numerous throne chairs right. for them to sit down in. It's the One for ugliest yeah. table and chairs yes. I so, have ever yeah. seen. Tough I'd rather have a park like bench that you find at yeah. the campgrounds we go to. Literally. <laughs> I know. Uh, Jennifer's youngest daughter, uh, somebody says, oh, look at your high heels. She goes, they're Michael Kors. <laughs> I loved, I loved <laughs> that she came down and she had a leave to, and she had lipstick on. Yeah, she had They made her on. a leave. She's like, don't you have homework to do? Yeah, she like, is out of here. sassy. Yeah. And, you know, then the, the moms and the women are sitting around. Teresa's there. Of course, she doesn't mm-hmm. have her mom because her mom passed away. And, you know, the moms at the tea party are basically all saying they never talk to their daughters about sex. Right. Not a single right. One of them. And uh, ch- then Teresa feels uncomfortable. Yes. She starts to get a little shaky. Her, She says her heart's beating fast. She misses her mom. I need to go. I need to go. And I think I heard she went straight to the, the grave cemetery. site. Yeah, she you went know, to the cemetery. I have to say, I cried. I did like, too. tears. Yeah. I needed to go get a tissue. And then I couldn't stop crying because it all, it triggered like two things in me. I'm, I'm always, you know, fearful of losing my mom. And it, it, so I think it all, that's why I saw a lot of uh, viewers talk about this moment and tag it just being like, it was a real raw moment, an emotional moment that Teresa gave us. And it was such like to see her pain and how she missed her mom. She just wanted her mommy, even as an adult. It's just so, um, emotional. It is. I couldn't, I really it was raw had to stop emotion. myself from crying because yeah. I was thinking about my own mother. I was thinking about my daughter that someday she will lose her mother. Oh, it was too much. I was like, it was painful. too much Bravo. Yeah. That was too much on Bravo for me. Like, yeah. I think I watched it in the morning time. I was just like, I was not ready for this emotion. No, today. I wasn't either. And I got very, very sad for Teresa. And it's no secret. Teresa's not my fave. No. I think she can, you know, her behavior a lot of times is just like, oh, despicable. But in this moment, you, I loved her. Oh, though. she's I human for her. and yes. she has emotions. And I absolutely felt so much empathy right. for her. And I cried too. No, totally. uh, and then, um, 
you know, that was it. It was kind yeah. of a very subtle episode. There really right. was no drama. There were apologies. All the women are getting along. It was a very rare episode, I would say. And then there's no preview for next time. It oh, just says okay. to be continued. Oh, that's right. Because I was going to say, I watched it on the Bravo app and I didn't, I was like, is it something that they're not showing me the next week because I watched it through a streaming app or because I didn't watch it on te- television? Okay, good yeah. to know. No, I was like, yeah. I didn't it, see what was next week. No preview. Uh, it just said to be continued. Maybe about her, she's going to be in the cemetery or something. Maybe I it'll don't show know. Teresa right. in the Maybe cemetery and it'll be pretty emotionally heavy. That's all I got for Jersey. I know. Anything else? No. Till next it. time. Till next time. And you guys, I promise next time I will share those two yeah, don't sexual forget. harassment stories because I think they're pretty, I don't know. They're gross. Uh, first of all, <laughs> right. they piss me off even thinking about them. Uh, make me want to punch these dudes in the throat. But they're probably the real. Si- me, yeah, but it's probably but real situations real, that we all have to kind of deal I with that. And I know other point. women will be able oh, to relate yeah. to it. Yeah. So let's get out of here. Right. You guys, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Judgy and Juryish. Also, don't forget to check out my true crime podcast called Murderish. Hit subscribe to Judgy and Juryish wherever you're listening now so you don't miss any new episodes. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Judgy Juryish and join our Facebook group. We have so much fun in there. Uh, just search for Judgy and Juryish podcast on Facebook to join. And please leave us a five-star rating and review in your favorite podcast app. But make it nice or we might have to check you, boo. And remember, fix your face and stay looking hot because you don't want to end up with a crappy mug shot. Bye. Bye.